Hello and welcome back. Just taking that lovely deep breath. Let's take a deep breath together. All the way in. Hold it. Shake it off a little bit. So three things to focus on for March. We are moving right along in this year. I mean, I I don't want to say New Year, but it really feels like it hasn't been that long since we were ushering in the New Year. I'll leave it at that. I also want to share with you three cards. So from the last episode, I pulled what initially was going to be one card and Spirit said I draw two more. At the end, when I exit out of recording, I thought, hmm, I wonder what the next three cards are. I wonder what the result of things would be. And I wish I thought about this when I recorded the previous episode. Nevertheless, here we go. Actually, let me get this in order. Okay. So <clears throat> these are the next three cards in order from the previous episode, reflecting on once those strategies are implemented. Now, you don't have to implement every single strategy, I suggest, right? You implement what works for you at any given time and you expand upon that. So, once implementation begins, here are some of the things you can expect. Now, remember, we were talking about love, frequency, nervous system, all that jazz. Metamorphosis. Now, notice. Notice something about this card. There's two of things, two almost everything. So <clears throat> what I'm getting from this card is that once uh, certain strategies are implemented and maintained, right, upkeep, there's going to be connections made. So let's say you were looking for really tapping into that love frequency, going deeper with love, understanding love, understanding the type of love you need, and really focusing on your nervous system and just taking action, you're going to find that connectivity that deep down inside we all desire, a connection towards someone, something, but also it will mirror you. This is one of the reasons why so many people say you you have to be the change that you want to see in the world. Uh, the people who you love, the people in your life, they are a reflection of you in some way, shape, or form. So here we are. There's a butterfly. There's transformation. You know, these flamingos look like they're in love. It's almost a heart shape right there. So lots of deep love, lots of mirroring love. So make sure you treat yourself good. Because if you don't treat yourself good, how is someone else going to treat you good? They don't know what good is for you because you're not displaying it for yourself. Next, goblins. Of course, remember when I pulled uh, the sadness card? Well, this card, sometimes I get the inner goblin that thing within us that we need to understand. But this is going to be people who are jealous. All right, people who are going to see these changes and they're going to think, ooh, that person, who do they think they are? This, this, too many things, okay? So be aware, okay? Have those boundaries set in place. Remember, privacy is a surefire way <laughs> to have peace and happiness in your life, okay? 
and start to understand how you want to address these goblins, okay? And you're like, in talisman. What I like about this card is, first, I mean, the bluish-gray color is amazing, okay? Um, but <laughs> what I'm seeing here is this talisman. Something is needed for you to help you remind yourself of the goal. So normally, a talisman is something that people will use where they add, um, they, they fuse their energy with it. So it now has a magical aspect to it. For example, if my talisman was, I'm looking at my desk here, there isn't anything, but say, say it was um, a ring or uh, what do you call those things? Like a pin that you put on your clothes, something that syncs with your energy that you just infuse with that magical element and it represents something to you. So it stands for something now, okay? And it could be just by anything, all right? That's why for some people, some of the, the simpler things, the, what do you call those trinkets are so important because it's infused with love. When someone gives you something like a gift, they're gifting, they are presenting a gift to you. And it's infused with that love because they cared for you. They thought of you. So it's special now. And it symbolizes the love or at least the consideration, the appreciation that the person has for you in their life by giving you that token of appreciation, that gift. Okay? So some, some results from when you put things into action. <sighs> All right. Housekeeping. <laughs> I had to get that off my chest because... I was thinking about it. Housekeeping. Let's get connected on Instagram. I am at cosmic underscore witch underscore goddess. That's the main one. And the podcast Instagram is enchantress underscore society underscore podcast. All right. And if you haven't, go check out Tia's Boutique on my website, Tia Marie Johnson. I'm going to share my screen quickly. That is not sharing my screen quickly. <laughs> Alrighty, so if you go to tmrvjohnson.com, click on boutique or tmrvjohnson.com forward slash boutique, you'll see the courses here that can't be coming as is now closed. That was my private one-on-one -on -one, uh, three-month um, program. Here we have activating your inner goddess, your sacred sovereign sorcery and the confidence cauldron. So if you are looking towards helping yourself with building your confidence, among other things. This is definitely the course for you. So a brief overview here. It is a masterclass focusing on the foundations for confidence. Uh, for you to have, well, established confidence, expanding and dealing with people and situations and putting yourself first. Module one, validating yourself. Module two, Mindset Academy. Module three, protecting your peace and happiness. Again, crucial, sacred, sovereign, sorcery. All right, so this is a masterclass for you to embark on mastering your magic, embodying your sovereignty, and getting into the frequency of abundance and expansion. All right, so module one, enchant, module two, embody, and module three, prosper. Wrapping it up here for this role, activating your inner goddess, I talked a little bit about that in a previous episode because I was discussing sensory pleasure. 
All right, so this is a masterclass here to take you from overwhelmed over it and guilt to freedom, confidence, and embodiment that God is who you were meant to be. So we dive a little bit into confidence here and more into the confidence cauldron. Day one, express yourself. Day two, God is lifestyle. And day three, the pleasure principle. And my masterminds here, the Cosmic Goddess Mastermind and the Goddess Mastery Mastermind, these are evergreen courses that you can take any time of the year. The only difference is when they are live is when there is the Q&A. So the Goddess Mastery Mastermind I hold in the fall with the live Q&A and the Cosmic Goddess Mastermind. I'm not sure when I will host that live again with the uh, Q&A. However, you can still take the course and you get access to any updates uh, regarding uh, those courses. So those are three months long. Go at your own pace, of course. And then there are my books. So that is the housekeeping. All right. Let's get into it. <sighs> I feel like I need to take so many breaths today. <sighs> All right. So three things to do for this lovely month of uh, lovely month of March. <laughs> so today is actually my grandmother's birthday. May she rest in peace, March first. Um, and this is actually bittersweet. So what I want to say for, for this is uh, because she is one half of the reason why I started this. My papa was the other half when they passed away. These three uh, points, um, what I want to call these, so they're more than points, they're roadmaps. Are something that once you embark on them, make sure that you are keeping track with yourself, keeping pace with yourself, understand why you are doing things and remember that because when, when I started this, the reason is because I was trying to understand what was going on in my life, having dealt with or in the process of dealing with their uh, loss. So it was a new beginning for me. I had to understand so much about life that was not being taught <laughs> anywhere. Okay, this is self-taught and then uh, the training certifications came afterwards. Uh, however, when it comes to, to new things, it many times looks weird, scary, I don't know what, all these emotions come up. So I encourage you to keep going, keep reading, keep learning, keep an open mind, okay? Because March is the month where spring begins, all right? So we are entering so many new things here. New zodiac season, okay? Aries is the first zodiac of uh, the zodiacs. <laughs> also, it's a cardinal sign. So it is cardinal signs, meaning it's the first sign that starts a new season. So if you are on the southern or in the summer, southern hemisphere, it's different for you. So, and I'll get into that. Meaning uh, the, the signs, for example, Capricorn. I'll, I'll get into it. I'll get into it. All right. So let's let's dive into number one. So keep in mind, new things will feel weird. You know, I don't know. So just be prepared. Be ready. Give yourself the space and grace. All right. 
starting with, as I was saying, new beginnings. All right, so we are leaving Pisces season and starting with Aries. So we are leaving water, moving into fire. It's like the cool down and then the rev up. The first thing to think about here is what are the new beginnings you want in your life? It doesn't necessarily have to be something crazy, traumatic that happens to you that sends you on a mission to understand, to learn, to change. It could be simple, as simple as I reached my max here. I don't think there's anything I can do here. Or I feel like it's time to move. I'm getting this impression that I need to live in this city. I feel like I need to change position. I think about this from time to time because January never felt like the beginning of the year for me. Around this time always felt like the beginning of the year. Because January, February, still winter, I know the beginning half of March, but it just never felt like the new season, okay, the new year. And so I want you to think about that for a moment. Internally, what do you feel like is the new year for you? I know we're working on this calendar, this, you know, Julian calendar. I get that. But what I'm saying is on a cellular, cellular level, on a spiritual level, how do you feel right now as we are transitioning from winter to spring? And what are the new things you want to bring into your life because remember winter is a time of reflection going inward rest and i know that we're working during the winter time i know so many other things are going on during the winter time i totally get that however there is that aspect of hibernation sleep rest reflection going inward okay there's a beauty to the winter season things are dying soon to be resurrected okay what are the things that need to end? It, again, it doesn't have to be something crazy. It's just, you know what? That was a good run. You know what? I'm good. That's it. I'm good. You can, you can end things on a, on a good note. Okay? So the spring equinox begins March 20th, some, depending on where you are, the 21st, 2021. So you have roughly 19 days <laughs> to think about if you want to do a ritual for the spring equinox, if you just want to chill, really think about the things that you want to do for that time. And then, excuse me, think about that new beginning or beginnings. And if you want that to last for the next six months, the next year going forward, because you can have short-term new beginnings and long-term new beginnings. Spend some time to do some self-reflection as this transitioning is happening. Never mind if you made a New Year's resolution that you didn't uphold, <laughs> okay? That's okay. Think about who you need to be, what you need to do 
to make that new thing a reality. Because whatever you're thinking about, whatever you desire, it already exists. Everything's happening at the same time. As crazy as that may sound, everything's already happening. So now you want to call it to right here. All right. Spend some time, walk outside, get some fresh air, open a window, play some music. You can write it down, type it in, in, on your computer and your phone. And think about those new beginnings that you want. Okay. I'm already thinking about a new uh, wardrobe. I'm always thinking if something reflects me, who I am in my current state. So even if I was wearing, say, a sweater, I'm, I'm going to throw away a couple of sweaters. It was me for a short, short term. And now, and now I'm just looking at it like, I'm going to donate it or throw it away if no one wants it. Okay. So that's something that isn't going to bother anybody. It's not big. It's not traumatic. It's just a little spring cleaning, if you will. But here's the thing. The small things are just as important as big things. Because those are the in-between things until we get to the big things. Making space for new, okay, is what I'm doing. And that, that's part two of what I'm doing. Part one is, eh, doesn't reflect me anymore. It worked for a short period of time. Out the door you go. Now I have more room for new sweaters, new whatever, spring clothes, whatever the case may be. Okay, is a very simple example. Now, there are some things that I'm going to be implementing in my business. That's a big example. The thing is, referring to the small ones, that, that in between one big thing and other big thing, all these little things are going to help you get to that next big thing. So the clothes that I'm going to buy, they're going to be on brand with my personal brand, meaning colors, style, okay? So those are going to be the clothes that I wear for my workshops, okay? that I wear for photo shoots and so forth. So while, again, it's a small thing, it's a small thing that leads to big things, all right? Think about new beginnings. And remember, the Aries sign, you can channel in this fire energy too, all right? Cardinal signs. So as I was mentioning earlier, the cardinal signs signifies the, the beginning of something. So I'm going to actually read here, explaining... Uh, cardinal signs. So cardinal signs are Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. Cardinal signs are the signs that uh, star every season. So for those in the Southern Hemisphere, Aries marks the beginning of autumn. This is what I mean when I say, when I said earlier, uh, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, it's, it's different for you. So in the Northern Hemisphere, Aries starts the spring season. Southern, autumn. Okay, uh, so if you hear someone say, oh, it's, you know, this season and it's uh, this zodiac sign, you're thinking that's wrong. No, no, they're not wrong. <laughs> they're in a different location. Okay, Aries marks the beginning, like I said, of autumn in, in the southern hemisphere. Cancer kicks off winter. Okay, Libra begins spring and Capricorn starts off summer. For the northern hemisphere, Aries marks the beginning of spring. That's me. Cancer kicks off summer, Libra, Libra begins fall, and Capricorn begins winter, okay? Because of this, they're referred to as leaders, transcenders, and idea people of the Zodiac. They're visionaries, they're able to tolerate new beginnings and change, and are able to make things happen out of thin air. All right, so 
there you have it. Those are some of the, the traits of those signs. Of course, you don't have to be one of those signs to embrace change, right? But to keep in mind the, the beginning, all right? So when I say channel that energy, that fire energy, and if you're on the Southern Hemisphere, I would say uh, Libra begins with spring. So the Libra energy, I think Libra air sign, I'm going to check real quick because I do not remember. I will be right back. I'm going to press pause. Okay, yeah, so Libra is an air sign. So with, okay, so fire, for those in the Northern Hemisphere, working with the Aries energy of fire. Think about what areas in your life you want to illuminate, what areas in your life you want to take the lead, what areas in your life need to be transformed, okay? Maybe you need to light a fire under your ass, okay, to get some things done. So start to think about that element of fire and all the things that it does. Heat, illuminate, transform. Think about when you're cooking food or when you're burning paper, right? Think about uh, those departments, okay? Transformation, illumination, all right? Warmth, heat and how that applies in your life. So to channel that energy, you can meditate and look at the flames of a candle. You can do uh, pyromancy, which is basically uh, um, using fire as an oracle. So you can gaze into the flames and soften your eyes. So you wanna soften your eyes. And you wanna look to see if you see symbols or whatever comes through okay you can spend time drinking your favorite cup of coffee all right whatever it is that that warmth that heat and being that meditative state okay a nice hot shower hot bath be at your altar and have different symbols that represent fire or even aries okay and for those on the libra side the air wisdom clarity all right Think about the clarity you want in your life with this new beginning. Where can you start anew with clarity? Maybe it's making a list and writing down on one side, on one column, things that have been working for you on the next things that have not been working for you. People who have been helping you and by you in your life and people who have been passive aggressive, backhanded compliments and really do a compare and contrast. You know, getting that clarity in your life, getting more wisdom in your life, clearing the air in your life, okay? So that may be opening windows in your house front and back and letting the air just flow in and cleanse the stagnant air that's in your house, okay? That can also mean you just, mean you just, <laughs> that can also mean uh, you expanding your lungs by taking deeper breaths and allowing that air in, okay? Closing your eyes and feeling the breeze, all right? Meditating to the sounds of the tree leaves rustling and things like that, all right? So really get involved with that element and even look up more ideas on how you can do that. All right, so that's the first thing that we spent a lot of time on, but I wanted to reel that in about new beginnings because you can't start something new without reflecting and removing some of the old. I mean, you can, but it's gonna be packed and it's not gonna be enough room for the new things to come in and it's gonna get chaotic 
okay, there's no clarity because it's just a bunch of stuff going on. All right, so that was uh, needed to, to break that down there. Next is March is Spiritual Wellness Month. So I wanted to look up the actual definition of spiritual wellness. And I, for the most part, found a consensus of what spiritual wellness is. And there are a few definitions that added on a little bit more. So I want to read you part of an article and I will list the resource in the description. Okay. So this is from a uh, medical, I want to say journal. Let me look this up. Save it here. Yeah, the Indian Journal of Palliative, Palliative Care. All right. So I will, again, add this to the description for this episode. I am not going to attempt to pronounce uh, the names of the authors because I know I will butcher them and I do not want to do that. So again, I will add the description in the link so that way you can view it. All right, and dive more into this because this is actually a case study. All right, so uh, do I want to let's see? Actually, let's just talk about what they have here. All right, spirituality is the essence of a human being. The meaning of life, feeling of connectedness to the transcendental phenomena such as the universe or God. The connectedness may or may not be part of any religions. It is also part of comprehensive palliative care defined by World Health Organization and individuals' well-being, shortened as SWB, is a feeling of one's contentment that stems from their inner self and is directly related to their quality of life. Okay, I pressed pause because I forgot that my mic wasn't hooked in. <laughs> what is going on here? It wasn't uh, connected the last episode either. Oh my goodness. I'm not going to edit this out. This is also to show that you can make mistakes, you can forget things, just keep going. All right, so research has shown that patients who have good SWB, okay, uh, will have a better quality of life, more satisfaction with the healthcare and acceptance of their disease. So this was based off of uh, women who had breast cancer. And so when they were asking them questions, during this study about their quality of life, many of them had said that their quality of life was still good despite what they were going through because they had the support and a supporter family, their friends, they had a different outlook on life. And it took them, for example, one lady said that it took a little bit uh, more effort to garden than normal. So while it's an unfortunate situation, they had a positive outlook in other areas in their life. It's a, it's a very interesting case study. So I wanted to bring it up because quality of life is so important and we are always going to be going through things. It doesn't mean that the women didn't have moments where they were crying, upset, and 
you know, things like that. What it means is that given the state of things, they can still treasure other things in their life. Okay. So it makes me think about gratitude in a way. Sometimes we forget to say thank you for running water, for having electricity, for having the space to relax, okay? Some people cannot go home and relax. Their home is not their sanctuary. Think about that for a moment. Some people do not have friends and family who care about them. So to have the thought of, I'm grateful for this person, I'm grateful for this event, I'm grateful for electricity and water, I'm grateful that I can walk outside my home to a local store and there's food there that I can buy, I don't have to go 10 miles down the road, it's right here, the, the conveniences of life being grateful for the love that's still being poured into one another. Those are the things that can easily be put to the wayside when something's going on. And again, not discounting breast cancer or any form of illness at all. What I'm saying is when things do unfortunately happen in life, it can even be a flat tire, okay? It could be the, the sink uh, pipe broke, you know, and you're trying to figure out what's going on. And then you learn, oh my gosh, it's actually a bigger issue, but you still have the love and support of friends who will help you in some way, shape or form, uh, whatever the case may be. So spiritual wellness has to do with the quality of life based on several things. Okay. It's not the absence of bad things happening. Okay. That's where spiritual gaslighting comes in and people tell you, oh, just just think these thoughts and no, 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 no. Okay. No spiritual bypassing here. Hello, Tia Johnson here from the Enchantress Society. And I have a question for you. Have you thought about visualize creating your very own podcast, getting your message, your skills, your voice out there to the world? Well, you know, I'm solution-based. So I have a solution, a remedy to make your idea a reality of creating your very own podcast. I've created a user-friendly program to help you create your podcast in a day. And that's the exact name of the program, how to create your podcast in a day. This program provides tools and strategies for content concepts and creating an environment for podcasting. I also help you to alleviate that feeling of overwhelm confidence concerns when it comes to podcasting from interviewing people to just wanting to bring forth valuable content. Having podcasting for a decade now, I know what it's like to want to do a bunch of research and want to bring to the people the best possible shows. So I want to cut down that lear learning curve for you by providing this information to you. So you can learn more about how to create your podcast in a day. Again, a very simple program to get you started to knock out the questions of how do I form formulate questions for interviews? What themes should I pick for my podcast? How should I name my podcast? 
What's the branding and vibe of my podcast? I break that down for you. Okay. And the best part, one of the best parts rather about this program is that you can use it time and time again. So even if you decide to rebrand your podcast, which may happen, I've done it many times, you have that foundational tools and strategies, concepts, and so forth to help you map that out. So visit tmrvjohnson.com forward slash boutique, and you can get access to this program for $37. I cannot begin to tell you the last time I offered something at that price range. So go ahead, take advantage of it and create your podcast today. All right. So having a purpose and meaning in life, inner and outer world connected to something. Inner and outer world. What's going on within is what's going on without. I'm not talking about what's going on in the next city, the next neighborhood, the next country. I mean, your world right here, your world. Okay. Overall. All right. Because life does happen. Now, this is important because. Connection and purpose, connection and purpose. Having that in your internal navigation system will make you stronger, wiser, feel more fulfilled than you can ever imagine. Because when you are connected to yourself, so many people live outside the body meaning they need external validation. That's why in activating your inner goddess, I talk about validating yourself. You validate yourself. So many people live outside their body. They don't understand what's going on within. I'm not saying you have to know all the systems of the body and what every uh, hormone does and all the other glands and all the other organs. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, to have enough knowledge of self and expand upon that and expand upon that. And you can always revisit information. Having connectedness with yourself, your higher self, a higher power and with people, with nature. So connect connection with yourself, can also your higher self. So your actual physical self, your higher self. Connection with spirit, connection with people and connection with your environment. When you don't feel that connectivity, it feels like, okay, so for example, before I got into spirituality, before I even knew what it was, I was telling my best friend at the time, this was, oh gosh, over a decade ago at this point, well over a decade, um, <clears throat> excuse me, that I felt like something was missing and I couldn't put my finger on it. I had a great job, a nice, well-paying job. I had uh, an active social life. I had a bachelor's degree. So I had some forms of accomplishment in my regard, right? Other people's accomplishment looks different, but those were my accomplishments. And I couldn't put my finger on it. I felt like something was missing. 
And I found that thing, unfortunately, it was after my grandparents passed and, and I got triggered to understand what's going on and it led me to spirituality. The beauty of that is when I embarked on that journey by reading as much as I could, I learned the name of, the, uh, of what I was experiencing. So for example, clairvoyance, okay? I didn't know that was a thing. I thought that was something that everyone does have it, you know, depending on if you, uh, you uh, work that muscle in terms of the volume. But at the time I just thought, okay, yeah. <laughs> See things with that eye, my, my physical eyes, I didn't really didn't think much of it or being clear cognizant. I would know when people were calling. I would know when something bad. I didn't know what the bad thing was, but I got a feeling. I had it also in my, my chest, clear uh, sentient. I felt that and I knew something, some, something. And that was when I was a kid. Premonition dreams. So once I started learning that, I thought, oh my gosh, this has to be real. I don't know the author. Some of these authors are no longer with us. They don't know me. Uh, a little girl from South Philly, they don't know me. <laughs> okay, so what I'm saying is having that connection, embarking on that journey of self-discovery, really, even though I didn't know it was self-discovery, but now we know because this is 2023 and so many more things are out in the open. Uh, so develop that connection with self means asking yourself certain things. I'm going to get to the purpose portion. Who am I? And where am I in life? Start there. Who am I? Where am I in life? The who am I is direct. You're asking yourself, who am I? Who am I really? Right? Yes, you may be uh, a mom, a wife, a sister, a friend, uh, a team leader, a coach. Keep going keep going. Are you a star seed? How many times have you reincarnated? Find someone who specializes in Akashic records. You can actually do it yourself as well. Looking into your own records and learn more about your purpose, who you are, things like that. Another way is to just look around you. What are your main colors? And when I say main colors, don't think about if you're in an apartment and the walls are white and there's not many things you could change. I mean, once you choose to change your, um, your apartment or your home to the colors and the vibe that you want, ask yourself, what element is that in relation to? What different um realms are you more of an earthly tone person and you have a lot of plants in your home maybe you're connected to fairies look into that maybe you have some deeper connection with that so keep learning about yourself keep learning about your history but keep going i'm not talking about you, just until your your grandmother your great grandmother i mean your great 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 keep going keep learning as much as you can i'm doing that same journey learning as much as i can going back and back and back and back and back so i can understand fully just who i am i have a great deal of who i am and i know who i am but i know there's more to that 
So that's the rat. The second one, where are you in life? Sometimes people think they are behind in life because they're looking at what other people are doing or they're looking at what some article stated they should be doing at this time. Here's the thing. Should some things be done by a certain age? Age, yes. There are some things. Other things, not so much. You should not rush certain things because things like, for example, getting married, things like having a child, things like buying a home, things like picking your career. Take time to really figure out your needs and wants, understanding who you are, because that's a big decision to make. Changing careers, especially with a different industry. So where are you in life? Because those things are based on per person. You may be okay with your career, or you may not have to work. You may have so many investment properties that are coming in, all these other things that you're just, you're pretty much kicking back, relaxing. You may be in a really good position and that's fine. So where are you in life? Are you in the, I'm in the receiving mode? Are you in the, I'm working on my, my self-care, my personal growth mode? Are you in the nurturing mode where you are taking care of a baby? Or maybe you're taking care of your elderly parent. Are you about to embark in, on, on a personal mission of whatever, spirituality, whatever the case may be? I say this because when you rush the big things, you're only harming yourself because you have to be able to handle the big things. There have been times where people have confided in me that they just wanted, wanted the wedding, <laughs> right? No, marriage needs to be respected for what it is, right? And even if you don't agree with it, you don't like it, it represents something to some people and it is a very positive thing. It's a great, marvelous thing. But if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, it's doomed. If you rush into it. It's doomed. If you don't know really who you are, it's going to be tumultuous. And I just say this because I've seen this time and time again. You rush into getting a career. You don't know what you're doing. You feel overwhelmed. And understanding where you are in life. Am I in a place where I am prepared for this? And some people will say, well, you're not 100% prepared for things. You, you haven't been at that job before. I get that. That's not what I'm talking about. You can have a bit of nervousness, right? A bit of, oh, you know, I, I'm just excited, but also, you know, I'm a little bit unsure because those are same type of feelings in your body, being excited and nervous and having all those emotions, okay? It's what, what you do with those emotions, right? So to understand that right now, I am in a place where I am only gonna communicate with a certain group of people because I need to 
focus on this one thing. I'm going to write a book. So for the next month, this is where I'm going to be. I'm going to be home. I'm going to be focused and I'm not going to have any outside distractions. That's where you're at. You're in creation mode, nurturing mode. We should always be in receiving mode, but you, you understand what I'm saying. Then there's the hustle mode, understanding where you're at, what you're juggling in life. Okay. And that, that sense of purpose, you can have more than one purposes. Okay. As I talked about in a previous episode, we are not here to solve every single problem. Okay. Here, understanding your purpose will help you develop more of that connectivity when you help people, okay? When you give yourself time to just be. That's when things start flowing in, the messages. Because if you're doing all these other things, how can spirit communicate? It's going to be harder to do that, right? So think about that. The connectivity that you want to have in life with yourself, with spirit, with others, with the environment around you. And think about who you are. Ask yourself, who am I? Who am I? Okay. And where am I in my life? Am I ready for such things? What, what's my, my next chapter in life? Okay. And next is the three, six, nine affirmation. So uh, referring back to Tesla, he uh, talked about understanding, and I talked a little bit about this in the previous episode, the universal laws, if you will, how to work with the universe. And I'm paraphrasing. He said, if you understand the three, six, nine, then, you know, the vibration of those numbers, then you'll understand the universe. You basically unlock it. So there are several ways to do this, all right? Here's what I've been doing. You find, come, come up with six affirmations, okay? Six affirmations that you are going to say, you're going to feel, you're going to believe, you're calling that in, you're attracting it, okay? So it's going to be unique to you. All right, I actually went and got my notebook. So you are going to say those six affirmations three times, okay? So you're going to say them back. You can either say them back to back or you can say all six and then go back and, you know, say them again. What I do is I just say the one line three times, next line three times, whatever is easier for you. All right, so you read them three times per day for nine days. I literally wrote down a date so I would not miss a beat. And here's how I kept track of if I said it um, three times, six times, nine times. I would, so I had this um, exercise that I do where I, I tap on my heart chakra. All right, I calm my nervous systems. I do stretches, a combination of things. But I would move my finger long. So I would just say something. For example, let's say I am enough. I am enough. And I'm going to say that's one. I am enough. That's two. So you see me slowly moving my finger and it's separating. 
So that way I can keep track because sometimes I get really into it and I lose my number. Like, oh my gosh, was that number four or five? So that, that's a little trick that I do. So I just go, I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. All right. Then you do, you say it six times um, for nine days. So you say them six times per day for nine days. Okay. Then nine times. Okay. For nine days. All right. So you read them three times per day for nine days, six times per day for nine days, and then nine times per day for nine days. Again, there are other ways to do this. You can look it up. This is what I've been doing. All right. So <clears throat> for example, you can start off with I am enough. Now you can keep it as simple as you like. You can make it a little bit more intricate, but you know, you want to say these affirmations so that way it's it resonates with you. So you don't want to spend too much time on a long-winded affirmation. Okay. So don't don't get into the I'm so grateful for this beautiful man, you know, or like, keep it simple so it resonates. You can feel it sink into your body, into your subconscious. Okay, so it's more believable, all right? Now, if you're looking for some examples, I gave one, I am enough. Um, another one, I'm looking at what I have here. Talk about opportunities. Opportunities are always coming my way, okay? I am uh, safe and protected. I am loved, you know, things like that. And of course, again, Tweak it so it fits you, all right? Those are just some examples. You can, you can have an I am uh, affirmation in there as well. I receive uh, blessings each day. I expect miracles each day, things like that. Let's see what else I have here. I am healthy, I am healthy, I am whole, I am healthy. So those are the, the affirmations for, well, not those are affirmations for you, but you understand what I'm saying? Those are some examples for the 369 affirmation. So feel it, believe it. And I will also say, say those affirmations before you talk to people, before you go on your phone, unless you are like me, where my algorithm or my social media I would say 99% of it is just motivation, motivation, motivation from sports figures to uh, um, interviews of a wide range of people to meme accounts that are just funny and cool. So it's a wide range of things. And of course, there are tons of dog <laughs> videos because I love dogs. I follow so many dog accounts. But uh, <clears throat> What I'm saying is my newsfeed is not filled with a bunch of toxic stuff that is being passed off as entertainment, okay? Of course, some things seep through, right? That's what happens. Some people reshare things and it, it happens. Uh, but overall, I hardly ever see anything negative, okay, on my newsfeed. So, you know, do that before you talk to people, before you get on your phone, because 
the better your mind is clear or the better <laughs> is better when your mind is clear. Sometimes I think so fast that when I talk, the, the sentences combine. So it's the, the previous sentence and then on to the next sentence. And it, it's better when you do this before you talk to people, before your mind consumes something negative, because you, you really need to get in a state. So what I do is I take several deep breaths. I usually have meditation music on in the background. Okay, I'll have my window open. I do this in the morning. So I'm getting a nice, amazing morning breeze. Yes, even in the winter. <laughs> okay, I just love nice, cool air. And I concentrate. And sometimes I stretch when I do this, or I just focus on my breathing. Okay, and I focus, focus on my body. All right. And then I focus on calming my nervous system. So when I'm saying just sinks in. So if I'm saying I am enough, I am enough. Sometimes I hug myself like this. I am enough. I am safe. I am safe. <sighs> I am enough. I am safe. I am safe. And sometimes I would tap my different chakras. I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. And take that deep breath. But really take, I go back and forth between taking a big deep breath where I go in, 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 and imagine all the energy just coming up, all right, and release, okay? And I express gratitude as if it already happened. So I also say, I am so thankful for being safe. I'm so thankful for being healthy. I'm so thankful for the opportunities that come my way that are so beneficial. I'm just so thankful. And you hear my voice so thankful. It comes from within, deep down, thankful. Because I am, because I am. All right. So get into the groove of that. And also, I, I don't do this around other people, what I'm saying, my affirmations. So even if I'm visiting someone's home, let's say I spent the night, I would go in the bathroom or if I, if I'm in my room and, you know, I can uh, be in a part of the room where I know my voice won't project because I just like certain things to be private. Not that I don't want to share. It's just when I'm in the thick of it, I just need that connectivity between me, my higher self and spirit. Just, just right there. That's it. Right. I don't need distractions. I don't want someone coming in like, Oh, can I say this with you? Or, Oh, I'm just, <laughs> okay. That's me. You may want to do this with your partner. You may have similar things and you may chant together. You may say this together and that's fine do what works for you. Okay. I'm very private with a lot of things and then I'll talk about it. Okay. Depending. All right. So really work with that affirmation. I already noticed changes. I already felt changes. And as I mentioned in a previous episode, I'm actually tracking uh, changes, not hardcore tracking because I'm not going out looking for things, but when something happens, happens, I go, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense because everything works in my favor. That's another one. Everything works in my favor. Let's do a recap. 
three things to focus on in March. One, March uh, later on this month begins spring. So we are entering a new season. We're entering a new year of the Zodiac. Aries is a cardinal sign. If you're on the Southern hemisphere, Libra. So work with that air energy, Libra. Okay, people in the Southern hemisphere, the Northern hemisphere, work with that fire energy. All right, since this is March 1st, all right. Still work with the water, be in the flow, uh, focus on cleansing. You can start your spring cleaning now, okay? You can even look up certain uh, recipes to uh, cleanse your home, like using lemon for zest. And you can use that to cleanse your floors, things like that, okay? One of the things my grandmother used to do, which is why I recommend it, she, she would open up the windows all the time to let the, the air flow through the house. Little did I know <laughs> the importance of that. She also used to sweep the dust outside. Sometimes, depending on where she was at in the home she lived with us, she would use a dustpan. But for the most part, she would sweep that right outside. So sweep all that dust, whatever, if you can outside. And when you're doing that, I'm releasing anything that's not for, for my higher self. I'm releasing anything that's not working for me. I release, I release, I release. I'm getting rid of the old, getting rid of it, right? And if you can't, just put in the dustpan and throw it in trash, <laughs> all right? Um, yeah, so focus on those new beginnings, what you want to see, okay, happen in your life, all right? What the springtime means for you, okay? next spiritual wellness month okay so again the article the case study is in the description of this episode and it really has to do with the quality of life connection and purpose and everything else falls in line when you're connected with yourself you're going to be open-minded to want to learn the truth about things because this spiritual journey is so much about unlearning, deprogramming, reprogramming, or just programming all together, something new. All right, we're constantly working on this, upgrading our DNA. All right, understanding so much about ourselves, our inner world, our outer world. Okay, so focus on the meaning of life for you. These are some deep questions, but these are the questions that need to be asked. Okay. Who am I and where am I? In my second book, I talked about uh, shouldville, couldville, would on all these districts I talked about. And if you feel like you're stuck in the woulda, coulda, shouldas or the self-doubt village, whatever, start to ask yourself those deep questions because that's where the answer lies. The answer does not lie with you know, this coach, that coach, that coach, and that coach, they can lead you towards that. The mentor can lead you towards that. This podcast can lead you towards that. The answers are within. And what people like myself do is help you to bring it out, bring it up and bring it out. Okay. So if you're in self-doubt neighborhood, ask yourself why. Is it because you feel like if you say something, you may look silly or you feel like, oh, if I say this, someone else said that, but guess what? A lot of things are being said in different ways, shape or forms. A lot of these things aren't new. 
some of these things are new to some people, but a lot of these teachings have been around for so many years. A lot of these strategies have been around for so many years is that people have their own tweak to it. Okay. So think about that when you have that self-doubt or maybe you didn't see, or you have not seen uh, people who look like you do certain things. So you're questioning that you could be the first one, or maybe you just aren't aware of it yet. All right. Um, and the 369 affirmation, you can YouTube this, okay, and you can pull up the 369 affirmation and some music will play for you. And you can recite your affirmations over the music. So while you listen to the music, you can recite your affirmations and you don't have to do the extra stretches and things that I do. Okay, you can just sit there and breathe and say it. All right, but the key is to be consistent and, you know, see it all the way through. All right. So I'm sending you so much love, so many blessings. I am rooting for you as always. Remember to be kind to yourself until next time.